You are now listening to Talking That Talk. I'm T. And I'm Key. And we're a show of two informed and opinionated Black women. Each week, we will discuss thought-provoking ideas, life experiences, and perspectives with each other and special guests. So buckle up, because Because it's going to be a hell of a ride. Hey, T. Hey, Key. Hey, what's, what's up, girl? up, girl? Uh, girl, you know, n- not much. Still at home. <laughs> girl, I'm, at I home. need to stop asking you what's up because it's like you can't do anything no more. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing actually a lot. I've been painting. I've been writing. I've been thinking. This lockdown thing is not the worst thing in the world in terms of, you know, taking a break and being productive. What about you? I know you're not getting the same type of break I'm getting. But how yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> Girl, busy, workaholic. What? Um, it sucks, but it's good because I mean I have to be grateful because I have a job. Um, a lot of people right now don't, so I'm just grateful that I'm still able to work. But I'm also annoyed because I don't want to be at work because I want to like not be sick, like or spread it to anyone that I know is immunocompromised and that I would hate to be the person that cause that for them you know what i'm saying for sure and working in a hospital and working in that setting is definitely dangerous so my heart goes out and also just sending energy of love health and hope to everybody who is in the hospital because that has to be tough right now to be working in a hospital in the midst of a pandemic where we're not really sure what's going on or how to you know stop as many people from getting sick or or we know how to per se but not everyone is following the protocol right yeah and the hospital is very slow like i don't think people understand but the way the hospital is operating like they're really slow to updating policies to ensure the safety of the workers like literally since it's been out i've never got my temperature check they were only doing temperature checks for uh patients right so right (laughs) <laughs> which was kind of annoying like okay cool I'll, I'll walk through no problem now this past weekend they just finally implemented temperature checks on healthcare workers I'm like duh we should have been the first people that you did do <laughs> like because we're exposed to people in close proximity more than the patient would if they've been doing if they've been practicing social distancing does that make sense so definitely it was like wow definitely. yeah but before we get into the today's episode, so if you haven't guessed, today we're going to be talking about coronavirus 19, and we're just going to be talking a little bit about the background, how it has been evolving, you know, within today, this few weeks is evolving by the hour, and also just some tips about how to stay safe and what we've been doing. So before we do get into it, I'm going to start with a quote, and it reads, caring for myself is not self-indulgence, it is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare by Audre Lorde. And I just feel like there is such a very um, close connection to this quote and where we are today with, you know, staying at home and really trying to preserve ourselves and not only ourselves, but of everyone else, right? Trying to help out the elderly people around us who um, are more highly susceptible to this virus, right? So... Just that is an act of political warfare, staying at home, taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do. 
Right. Sometimes I totally forget that. Uh, agree. And I could piggyback on your thought there. Like it's, <laughs> it's just that plain and simple. Like um, for people who aren't taking heed and like taking care of yourself, it's really frustrating to see, you know, that people aren't um, fully supporting the idea that, you know, isolation is the best solution to solve the problem. So, yeah. Yeah, I saw this meme the other day, and it was like these guys in Fortnite dancing, and he was like, Corona who? And the guy, this guy tweets back, and he's like, virus, nigga, go home. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, when you're pe the people who are out partying and out having a good time and acting like, we're, some of us aren't staying home, have not bought, you know, food supplies for two to three weeks and are actually taking this seriously because we recognize that our communities are in danger. For instance, me being in California, we have a higher rate and um, we've had cases in San Francisco at a higher rate. So I'm doing my part in staying home. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the right thing, too. So look, listen, let's about to get into it. We have to have a little bit of updates on here like let's just drop some facts here t how many people so far um have been killed in the u.s as of saturday march the 28th so keep in mind this is being steadily updated and steadily changing by the hour by the minute so our facts will get old fast but i'm gonna just tell us where we are now so there's a difference between cases and deaths right so there's been globally over 645,606 cases with 29,971 deaths and 139,000 recoveries. So in terms of the United States in particular, there have been over 116,057 total cases, 1,937 total deaths. So about one over 1% death rate for coronavirus. Um, and I was looking at an article that was saying there's about 1% to 3% rate of expected death. So that's the expected death rate for coronavirus, whether that's displaying now or if it'll play out into the future, which is pretty interesting. But if you compare it to the recovery rate of 3,224 in the U.S., um, it's pretty low recovery rate right now compared to Italy, which had a total of 92,472 cases, 10,023 total deaths, and 12,384 people recovered. Also compared to China, which had 81,394 cases, 3,295 deaths, and had 79,971 people recover. So when you look at the different case rates and recovery rates, China definitely has had over look over 90 percent recovery rate and they had their first case on january 10th and the u.s also had their first case on january 10th so it's pretty interesting comparison when you look at um, who's recovering and whose systems are working to recover people at a quicker rate versus the u.s is um we're not recovering people because we're also not testing people and our facilities aren't set up and systems aren't set up so that people are able to get the help they need, everyone get the help they need, versus people who are dying. And that's taking into consideration that the United States is not testing. 
um, as quickly as it should be with our, right. our population and also the areas that are congested, which are California, definitely the Northeast, so New York City, New Jersey, D.C., Connecticut, Washington State, California. Colorado has over 300 cases in Texas as well. And Florida, where, you know, guys were partying. So stay at home. Stay at home. <laughs> yeah, where they were partying. Yeah. So. so, and those aren't the only states that have cases. Those were just, as I did my research, the states that had the largest amount of cases as of right now. So what do you think really, um, what do you really think about social isolation? Like, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I think that that's what they're telling us to do, right? That's what healthcare workers, scientists, public health professionals, mm -hmm. that's what the government is telling us to do. So to stay at home and to not be around people, right? Because coronavirus is a similar version of a flu. It's a different version of a flu. And so with those things, you're getting flu-like symptoms. So fever, cough, um, you're sneezing, th different things like that. And you don't really want to be around people when you're coughing. And most of us have had a cold or have gotten a cold um, this winter at least and the goal is to not be around people right because you don't want to spread that and with the case of corona um, the people who are at the highest highest risk are elderly people and people who already have other illnesses or diseases so people with diabetes people with cardiovascular disease people with high blood pressure people with asthma so those people have a, a higher risk right and so these people, a lot of black people were under the conception that we weren't at risk, right? But the thing is, black people have a lot of these conditions at higher risk than other people. So while we haven't been dying at the same rate, maybe not yet, I really want black people to take this social isolation thing seriously and everyone to take it seriously, right? Because we are at risk and we don't recognize it and we're not really taking that into account. So I think the social isolation thing is bigger than people are making it seem you actually should be socially isolated right now and it may help you it may make your life a little bit better yeah i think and my take on it is i think social isolation i think we've kind of desensitized death a lot so like i hear a lot of people say it's just 200 deaths just like i don't like that like it's only like and a lot of people try to say well more people have died from the flu what's the big deal and it's like a death is a death. And I, I, and to be honest, the same thing with the flu. A lot of people have become desensitized to it. Like, oh, it's just a flu. But in hindsight, like I get my flu vaccine every year, you know? So I don't take it lightly. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I don't want to catch it. Um, not just that, like when someone I know has the flu, you know, I'm really rooting for them and like praying for them. Like, hey, I hope you, you know, like get better and things of that nature because it's a tough like people pass away from the flu like every of course like the the numbers show and um just like the way people are just kind of like it's okay it's not that bad those people died because of this it's like it's still a death yeah, <laughs> like a bottom death. line bottom i don't line. care if it's 150 30 like it still matters like those people's lives mattered and the exposure to this new um this new virus is the reason for that you know what i'm saying so we could have saved that person does that make sense like we could have saved them you know and it also goes back to how we should treat the flu if they are, if there has been, of course there has, it's a fact, but since there has been this many deaths towards the flu, 
we need to start revamping how we treat the flu and kind of make it a necessity to remember it's flu season. Y'all, let's back up from each other. This should be something that we do in our everyday lives, washing our hands more. You know what I'm saying? Like, like being aware of how we cough and sneeze because we could have been preventing flu deaths. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do agree with you. I do agree with you for sure. And when we think about these deaths and even think about where we are today, like those, those deaths, that was someone's grandma, someone's grandpa, someone's brother, sister, aunt, mother, father. Those, those are people that matter to someone. Right. So when we're taking these steps and we're giving, we're given instruction to stay at home, we should take that seriously because we also have those people in our lives who we want to protect, right? So it's not just a death. It's it's a life and it's gone over something that maybe could have been prevented, right? So, and I also want to know when it comes to flu season and these things, I am a person, I don't get vaccines. I don't get the flu vaccine. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about vaccine, vaccines and the necessity for them. Um, when it comes to the flu, I think that if you are keeping up with your immune system, so you're taking the necessary herbs, whatever you whatever system you develop or whatever you need. For instance, with my own life, I take Irish sea moss. I take vitamin C, B12, vitamin D, and elderberry root. Those are those are just a few things that I take because I know that these things will build up my immune system to the point where I my immune system is strong and I don't need a vaccine to help me back off something that my immune system can, can fight, right? And so in the same case, the coronavirus, so I'm taking those steps to to be clean to wash my hands to not cough out in the general direction so cough in your elbow cough into spaces that your those molecules can escape right and just in general i think this is a wake-up call for a lot of people to take better care of themselves right self-preservation is an act of political warfare that is an act that we must take to still be here right right so yeah, I think that it was really important to just highlight that people should just be taking care of themselves right now. And by taking care of yourself and staying in, you may be taking care of someone else. Yeah, and I also want to highlight the fact that, um, like, being a healthcare worker, I am 100% for prevention. I don't care. Like you have to do what you have to do. But when you're in when you're in a healthcare environment, and then, and a lot of nurses talk about this too. Like we've seen way worse or dealt with way worse viruses and diseases than this. And it's true. Like even doing like like my rotations, like MRSA is a like that's a monster. Mm-hmm. Like if you see someone with MRSA, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, like <laughs> so like yes. there's been and I, and I was in a room with someone with MRSA and I didn't catch it. You know, so it's like. I can understand why people don't feel like the need to like jump up and like do all these like things. But I'm just trying to tell people that like you will overrun your healthcare uh, system if people are ignorant to the fact that, you know, it's just a simple cold or it's just a cough or it's just this people are surviving. It will it will just damage the whole thing. And it honestly makes me question. I'm going to be honest to you. Like this whole experience just really made me question about like, do I want to do this? Like, cause while everyone's at home protecting themselves, like a lot of healthcare workers put their lives on the line to help other people. And I'm so for it, but it's also like when you have people who don't care you know it's like well damn like 
can you not can you do what you have to do so we can be okay you know like it's just it's just one of those annoying pet peeve things like i ain't gonna lie i'm ranting a little bit but just dealing with just dealing with like how people are treating it it's like they don't really see the bigger picture in the grand scheme of it all you know we're not really considering so, it. a lot of people yeah. do that with their own lives so it's not surprising that they're doing it with this you know people people risk, that's true too people risk it all the time it's just we hope that so let's switch gears a little bit let's talk about the positivity of the rona all right the earth's getting clean the earth <laughs> is getting cleaner right so pollution rates are decreasing slowly so people are staying off the roads the water is getting a bit more clear um i, I saw I saw a post that Italy, um, there are some dolphins on the coast of Italy that hadn't been there like in a long time. Just like in China, the pollution was down. So this may be also something that our Mother Earth needed for us to stay at home. And to yeah, she was up. like, y'all need to leave me alone. I need a break. Yeah. I need to stay inside and I'm going to get us straight. You know, that's what she said. She was like, <laughs> um, I think it was actually, I think it's been eye-opening to see like how much damage we do to the earth of course we know this but to in just this short amount of time we have literally removed ourselves from everyday life and you can literally see it transform in front of our eyes like you can see the earth you know just blossoming again and like yes earth <laughs> yeah so it, that's a good part about all of this because yeah that's one of the positives um, also, I really want to talk about uh, quarantining. Like, how has that been for you, girl, this quarantine experience? Yeah, so right now, California is in what they call a shelter in place or a lockdown. So we are, we've been advised to stay at home and to only leave for essential tasks. So for me, that's looked like going to the grocery store and I'm a personal tutor. So I've Went to a few students just because the fi for the financial aspect of like staying at home, some of us were not prepared. So, right, people who work for ourselves were like, oh, wait, I need a week to get it together. So that's what I did, but I didn't go out much. Um, and I have just been really thinking and reflecting and spending a lot of time alone. And it's been good. I mean, it would be nice to not be alone for the whole lockdown, but I have so many books to read and... I'm looking forward to this. I've slept. I've taken so many naps. I feel less stressed um, in terms of school, the virtual school. I'm a fan, though they definitely need to return some of our tuition back. Um, but yeah, overall, it's been it's been it's doable. So people who are outside partying and stuff, like I don't miss that. I don't. I'm I'm making my own drinks. I'm my own bartender. <laughs> so it's it's been cool it's been cool I, I i have enjoyed it i don't know if that's just me one weekend um you could talk to me in two weeks i may be pulling my hair out but i doubt it i pretty much like being alone <laughs> so <laughs> i uh i i think i'm already like a social isolator by nature like i love being alone from time to time like just mm -hmm just rocking with myself like I'm, <laughs> i literally have conversations with myself i like journaling i like being alone so girl i can't wait to quarantine let's go but like i mean i'm i, I probably won't i'm gonna be honest i probably won't be quarantining throughout this whole process i'll probably continue to go to work so 
I'll just take my days off. <laughs> so those of us who are at home, do you have any more ideas besides things we mentioned for things that people can do at home? Yes. Okay. So y'all got some ideas, got some, got, got some, some things that you can possibly do. Y'all let's do puzzling. Y'all ever did a puzzle? Yeah. Hopefully you I have haven't done home. a puzzle since. <laughs> I mean, like that's what I'm trying to think. Like, do I, I haven't seen a puzzle since I was at the YMCA girl, like back in the day. Um, the boys and girls club, like it's been some years, oh, girls, wow. since I've done a puzzle. I have a puzzle that I've had Isn't that since crazy? 16, girl, and it is still not done. But yes, that's crazy that you haven't seen a puzzle since then or that you haven't purchased a puzzle. I've purchased some puzzles in my yeah. adulthood, I just haven't completed any yet. <laughs> girl, I've like, and I guess I just, I don't know. But that's one thing, like the puzzle market is about to be booming. Um, you can journal. Oh, I love I love a good diary, girl. I have so many. I love a good diary. <laughs> uh, I have so many journals. I've been journaling. I think that's a really good thing. I've been assessing. Uh, I've just been going through some things in life. So I've just been assessing who I am and what I want and what I'm willing to like accept from other people. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> life is such well, a Well, since we're talking <laughs> about people. You need to contact your old friends. Get in touch with the people, y'all. Get in touch with the people you don't talk talk to on a regular basis. Check on them. See how they're doing. Like reconnect. This is the time to reconnect with friends and family. Especially if you know that people live alone. So if you know people are living alone, if they have a tendency to be a little bit more sad, you should definitely check in with friends who are living alone. When you said contact old friends, I was like, should I? I think, I, I, yeah, I, just I, try. I just see. Just give them right one now. ring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know you're gonna like this one, T. I also think that yes, what is it? people should start doing more home workouts. Yes, like home in workout. front of YouTube. <laughs> it's so hard for me to work out at home. I feel like I don't know why, but it's like ah, uh, it's like, where, where, where am I weight? Like, I don't have weights. Do you have weights at your house? Yeah, I have weights. I have a um, a kettlebell and I have a dumbbell and I have, that's pretty much it. Oh, and a, and a weighted ball. I need ball. to go purchase some weights. A weighted yeah, ball? Yeah, like a weighted ball. You can do a lot of ab work and squats and stuff with it. Yeah, I need to get in tune with that home workout. And listen, this is actually like going to start making people reevaluate. Like, do I need that gym membership? Like, do like, I? Because you also, you also really don't need any of the materials I just named. You really just need yourself, a little bit of space, and your body. And you can do, you can do just as much workout and do toning and things like that and practice with your endurance. Mm -hmm. So you really don't have to go out and buy anything. Yeah, so... Right. So that's going to make people reevaluate that membership, honey. Another thing that you can possibly do is have your quality time with Bay. Now, if you don't have Boo. a Bay, you can use it <laughs> by Bader. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, use your little by Bader, you know. So the next, <laughs> or you can have quality time with yourself. I've been having a lot of valuable quality time with myself and my dog. And I know it doesn't sound as oh, much yes, fun as quality good. time with Bay because I'm just, I'm just working what I have. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I think yesterday, like, okay, so I don't know if you've been watching TV, but now Cinemark and all these different like um, movie trailers, they're like, you can now watch from home. 
And so I'm like, all right, let me rent a movie. Like, yes. let's do it. Because I wanted to, not like one of the movies that are like already out, but like a new movie that just came out that we can't go see no more because the theaters are closed. Mm -hmm. So we actually rented a movie. You know what Which I'm saying? Movie? We kind of had our wine and we just watched the movie from home. Now, the thing is, it's overpriced, y'all. This is a good suggestion, but understand they charged what $19.99 to rent the movie. So basically, typically people go to the movies with a significant other or like a date. So I guess that's kind of fair, you know, because you get two tickets. Mm -hmm. But I was like, they could have definitely made this movie like $10.99. Yeah. Like, but but they're, they're losing <laughs> so much money with the theaters being closed. They were like, we got to make something. So I don't know if I'm going to. Pay yeah, so I I didn't have a problem with spending my little $19, girl. And the movie was good. So, yeah. Um, If you want to do something towards, like, growing yourself, explore entrepreneurship at this time. Y'all start a business. Mm -hmm. Get some things, idea, uh, some ideas down. Write your mission statement. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that you can do right now if you're looking to start your business. Right? There are so many things because we we have internet, right? We can't go outside, but we do have our computers and we have ideas. So write it down. Let's let's go. This is our year. Even though Rona is taking over the beginning of 2020, she won't have the end. So this is the time. If not now, then when? Right. And um, two more things that we have for suggestions more self-exploration and growth mm -hmm. i've been doing that with painting. how's that been going for you <laughs> yeah it's been going well i've been doing that with painting actually i haven't ever really been a good painter but i've always had an interest mm -hmm. and so i have these different canvases around my house so i've been painting and it's it's all right i'll be like i'm a little emotional right now i don't know why but so my paintings are showing that and they're mm -hmm. a little dark but it's overall feels really healing and sometimes I even cry. So I was just, and when, when that happens, I take a moment to like, why do I feel this way? Why is this painting evoking these feelings from me? Why am I painting this? And that's just also been helping me to grow slowly. And it may not be something for someone else, but for me, um, just like being artistic and taking the time to like challenge myself in those ways is not something I do often. So it's been nice. Yeah, like, I think that's super dope. Like, I used to love, I cannot sing, but I like writing song lyrics. So, I think I'm going to probably try to write some lyrics and get into that again, that little hobby there. I used to paint. Um, I don't know why I stopped painting, honestly. I don't know. It's just weird. But, yeah, girl, painting is very therapeutic. I love painting. Like, and it isn't, and I love, the reason why I love painting, too, is, like, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be, girl, you can put a dot on that canvas <laughs> and that dot can represent <laughs> so many things right like the complete so many things like <laughs> i really learned this too from my art appreciation class y'all i never thought that like you could actually fail art appreciation but i mean i'm not failing y'all but it's actually a struggle because like you know like they're like oh this is a square mm -hmm. but the square represents the adversities faced of the i'm like what it's a square yes. you know like right but they have a whole envision for what this square means right a whole so vision. That's, that's what i've been getting into another thing that something i've been doing to kind of pass the time is doing virtual gatherings with friends of mine so we've been getting on zoom pro and 
having four meetings. We've set our backgrounds to island vacations where or wherever else we want to be and have just like taken <laughs> an hour to just chill and like catch up and laugh. And that's really been helpful to like keep up spirits. That's really dope. Like I I love that the, y'all are becoming inventive and um doing some cool things with that. Y'all, so before I let let us go. Can I can I like, with the game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do listen it. to that. Piercings or tattoos? Ooh, tattoos all the way. Funny or romantic? Ooh, is this related to Whatever a man? Whatever you want it to be. But yes. Ooh, I like... <laughs> okay, so I like funny. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I value laughter. Mm -hmm. So if no matter how romantic you are, if you cannot make me laugh, it's, it's just going right? to be boring. Same. Personal yeah. chef or personal trainer? Ooh, work me out, daddy. <laughs> I literally went with the chef. Nah, I want my husband to work me out. Okay, personal chef, because I forgot I love to eat. <laughs> you forgot. I know. I know I love to eat. I never forget. Okay, girl, you ready for me? Yes. Dance or yoga? Dance, 100%. Although I love yoga, but I'm, all, yeah, really? I'm, always, I'm always dancing. I wake up dancing. It's not even funny. Yeah. Damn, I actually thought you were going to pick yoga. I love like, yoga see, and it's so thing. restorative, but I love to dance. And I'd be like, I literally be sweating in my room dancing. <laughs> okay, next question. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Okay, I can see that. You're on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. I actually like Snapchat. Snapchat has some dope filters and it's kind of funny looking at people. And they crazy shit. Um, and the last one, of course, I, I gotta throw a little bit of okay. curveball, make you be like, really, bitch. Are you ready? Okay. Vibrator or fingers? <laughs> vibrator, but not but more but more like a really? you know, not a like a vibrator. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you yeah, you really did. You really put there. me out there, huh? That was fun. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, so, two conspiracy theories. Yeah, man. Listen, it's getting kind of crazy. So, I know I have to put this, this disclaimer out. This is not a fact. You have to always say that because people with conspiracies is just like, no, it's like, it's not a fact. It's just a theory. Calm down. So, y'all, there's this book that was written in 1981. Um, this book was written by a author named Dean Keats, right? And he, it's a book about an, uh, an epidemic that occurs and the virus is called Wuhan 400. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay. How in the world did this man know? Now listen, I'm not really for like, okay. Here's my question about this whole conspiracy theory. How the heck did he know to name it Wuhan? Yes, like, and why did Wuhan. he pick that particular place? Why did he partic um, pick that particular place 
for the outbreak. So what is it about Wuhan, China, that looks like a good place for a virus to start? Because as an author, I'm thinking like he had to have done research when he's writing this book about a good place to start a virus that would make sense. Yeah. You know? Wow, where'd you find this? So um actually i can't give you my source <laughs> but i can i can give you the link um and we can drop the link in the description of the book and um the page number i got it down to a page number, number. page 181 of that book you could just read that page and you're gonna be like shut up how did this man know this in the 1980s like it's crazy so yeah, them, them theories, man. And actually, CNN has already published an article about this particular book. Um, it being like, everyone's been talking about it. Like, why did he name the virus that? And da 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 da. So, yeah, like CNN already tried to send out their whole like debunking and all that sort of stuff. So, we'll post both of those in the description. Oh, wow. You just blew my mind. So, I knew yeah. there were different conspiracies about coronavirus, and I had not really read into it. I'm just under the mindset was like, okay, I'm out of school. I'm about to take this time to accomplish my goals. I'm like, all right, I don't get a graduation. So I'm going to take that in stride, right? So all the conspiracies and stuff, I'm like, right. all right. Hopefully the conspiracy theory ended with a cure. <laughs> That's all I hope. Hopefully <laughs> he ended this with a cure so we can know what's going to go on. But, you know, we don't – I've – you know, sometimes when I hear about conspiracy theories, I'm like, you know what? This was pl definitely planned by the government. Um, you no, think it was I planned by the government? When I hear conspiracies and I read about them. I'm like, oh, this was planned. In terms of coronavirus, I really don't know enough about uh, where it is, where it came from, where it's going to discuss. But what we can, what I can tell mm -hmm. you is how to stay safe and how to stay in your house. <laughs> so. Oh, and also, I'm sorry, I did not mention the title of the book. The book is called The Eyes of Darkness by Dean Kuntz, K-O-O-N-T-Z. Thank you. Okay, well, that, you just blew my mind. I'm going to go find that page. I'm not, I don't know if I want to buy that book, but I'm hoping that you can send me the page, a picture of the page, because I have so many books right now, it's not even funny. Yeah, like... It's um, it's 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 interesting. It's very interesting. So, he actually, uh, I think he actually also um spoke about it too. He did. He did speak about this that he did not know anything, of course. But, I was paid so much yeah. money if he does know anything. Trust me, he he's literally rolling mm -hmm. around in his money. Look, we all side eyeing like, mm, yeah, sure you did. He's like mm -hmm. rolling, rolling back and forth, <laughs> in the buckets of money he was paid. If so. Another critical issue that many people fail to consider in the cases in the case of a pandemic like coronavirus, where we have to stay home and be socially isolated, is that women who are domestically abused and at risk for domestic violence are not able to leave their home. So they may be staying home with an abuser and that puts them at greater risk for domestic violence. So women who are at risk of being abused are encouraged to contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which will provide that information in the comments. And also, if you know someone who is domestically abused or at risk, you should reach out to that person more and just check in with them because sometimes the women aren't able to make that call because their abuser is in proximity. 
And if it is an emergency situation, of course, call 911. But that is not always possible for everyone. So sometimes we have to be caretakers of the people we love and to take do our part to take care of them and to make sure they're also okay to, during this crisis. So if you know someone who is a victim of intimate partner violence, make sure that you are checking in on them because services are still available for women via the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. However, those services are being limited in some ways to phone interactions, virtual sessions, and things like that, which may not always be enough for people who are experiencing that every day right now. So be sure to check in on your friends. Before we go, we'd also like to give some tips that Times reported from the CDC. So they said, in terms of obtaining groceries and food, there currently isn't evidence that there is the transmission of COVID-19 from food or food packaging, but you should always wash your hands before or after handling food. And if you can, you can you should order your groceries online. And if you cannot do that or afford to do that, you should practice social distancing at the store, such as maintaining at least six feet from other people, avoid racing to get the last item off a shelf and be patient Also, you should leave your family and kids at home if possible so that just one person goes out so that only one person does the shopping to lower the household exposure and reduce the total number of people in stores. So in term, if you are in stores, the best way to safely touch an item um, is basically they were saying that the New England Journal of Medicine found a study that says the virus can live for two to three days on plastic and stainless steel, up to 24 hours on cardboard and up to four hours on copper. So in general, it's best to be cautious. So people should definitely clean their shopping carts and basket, the handle and areas that people are touching. Um, Use your own disinfectant wipes or those provided by the stores. Um, Bring hand sanitizer. Just assume that the virus has gotten on surfaces around the store. So try to touch as little things as possible Don't touch your face, nose, or mouth, and try to avoid direct contact with the cart. Also, they recommended using a paper shopping list instead of a phone shopping list so that you can throw the list away when you're done and avoid transferring viral particles to your phone. The less you touch stuff, your personal items in public spaces, the better, because the less you're bringing those viral particles into your home. So wash your hands as soon as you leave the store, as soon as you can, for at least 20 seconds before and after shopping. They say 20 seconds. Honestly, I'd say wash your hands for 40 seconds, double that, hot water, Um, be cautious. And it also says if you're not sick, the CDC does not currently recommend wearing gloves or face masks in public unless you have been exposed and are displaying symptoms of the virus. It says personal protective equipment like gloves or masks can give people a false sense of security. So you might be less determined not to touch your face or wash your hands. You may also have a higher risk of exposing yourself to something if you take the gloves and mask off wrong. Also, wearing a mask does little to prevent you from exposure to a virus if you are near people who are infected. So while gloves do stop the virus from getting on your skin, it is not Stop you from touching the cart handle and then touching your face. 
And the last step, of course, if you're visiting a store is paying. So if you're paying, you want to minimize your contact with people as much as possible. So if you can go cashless, things like Apple Pay, or um, if you have to use a credit card, make sure that you disinfect your credit card before and after. And if you use cash, thoroughly wash your hands after handling it. So you should also just keep as much distance as possible between yourself and the cashier. And it's less about the surfaces and more about how close in contact you are with people. So that pretty much wraps it up. (laughs) Rona taking over for 2020. Very informative episode. Let's stay at home so she doesn't. Right? It's peace, love, and respect. This is Talking That Talk.